When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Basically, the podcast is ending. This is the last episode, so we're just going to get ruthless and just roast every guest we ever have. There's truly, like, no consequences. We don't care. Cancel us. Um, Not there yet. Yeah, this is our burn book episode. Fuck yeah. you guys. Yeah, fuck all y'all. <laughs> just kidding. But this is going to be a very off-the-walls, yeah. off-the-rails uh, episode because why not? Yeah, I mean, we kind of did something recently that's like a, almost like could have been our goodbye episode, which was our year look back because yeah. we did a lot of like, I love that this brought us back friendship wise and like stuff like that. Yeah, but we're gonna try to do no repeats. Yeah, honestly, just going back to the beginning, like I was thinking about our time on the podcast, <laughs> um, and obviously Julie was on it for a couple months before I popped on. I remember just how fucking nervous I was for every episode, even like. When I was a host and coming back and like we it, it never we didn't really do just us episodes me pointing at Julie right now yeah. in the beginning it was always a guest so mm-hmm. it's like every time I was like getting anxious and I'm like trying to think of a zillion things to fucking say yeah you had to like write down questions and then all of a sudden it turns into who the fuck cares <laughs> like like but, but more so like the episode is better when you yolo in and have outside yeah. ra- like ranting conversations versus being like. This line in this episode and this line in that episode. Yeah. You know? Well, and there was a big thing that I pushed from the production standpoint where I really tried to not have a lot of male co like guests on the show. Every once in a while, if it was someone who I was just like, this person's really funny. Like, if it was a Robert Bacon, I knew he was going to be funny yeah. and stuff like that. But in general, I think... The Pen15 episode was like where a lot of things clicked in my head because it was you two and Jade and like you were just, you all had these shared experiences as women who grew up at a certain time period. Mm -hmm. And that's where I was like, that's kind of the magic of the show is it's not really talking about the TV show per se, but it's like, what are the memories? What are the things that like this sparks in you? And then finding those shared connections even with people who maybe didn't like this show so much. So that's when I started really trying to get like those types of guests, bringing in Marie Maloney, bringing in Gelsey, yeah, bringing yeah. in like these people where I just got this vibe that like 
at some point in that episode, y'all were going to find a click yeah. and go. Yeah, Girl see, power. That one was fun because me and you are not shy to talk about those things, mm-hmm. but it's tough with a guest. Like, Jade was ready to jump in because you're so close with her, and I, I don't give a fuck who it yeah. is. But, like, I like talking about my period on the mic is like, yes, please yeah. let me talk about my period on this mic. Yeah. But a lot, a lot of the guests didn't go that way because of course who actually wants to do that when they're guesting yeah like at some point with me and you we're just like we'll talk about whatever the fuck we want to talk about me and kathleen will take any excuse to talk about seventh grade i know (laughs) truly like any opportunity we get when i would have to pick like repeat guests and potential three-peat guests like that was something that i would always look for even if it wasn't someone that you guys personally knew like if i would listen back to that first episode and i could see that there was like some click going Mm. in there i'd be like all right well let's bring this back and see if we can get like a little bit deeper Mm. (laughs) like a little bit deeper a a few other ones that make me think of that matt just off the top are brooke were really good and we got we got on many many funny rants with brooke yeah and even and joe oh joe farron joe farron yeah yeah, the oc episode yeah yes oh my god that was great i loved talking to joe yeah i mean you're all amazing if you're listening i mean yeah i love eric too we oh, all Eric was guests. great. Yeah, Eric, Eric was Eric good. started off hot. We were yeah. talking about dicks and yeah. stuff. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Dicks I, and stuff. <laughs> I love it. You know, dicks and stuff. That's the thing that probably bums me out the most about uh, my favorite episode going away because, like, I have all these different shows, but I, I definitely think that certain guests just fit in to a certain show format better. Like, I love Eric. He's hilarious. He loves horror movies. So you'd think that he would work on Horror Movie Night, but Horror Movie Night's so chaotic with the personalities of Scott, Brian, and myself that I don't think he'd ever really get a chance to like let that personality shine. But you two were always really good with Eric about letting him like just talk about a ghost house and like yeah. talk, oh, like you know, like, yeah, yeah, because you know I mean? we love that shit, and we also love like I was just thinking about the the time that I love is when the seasons creep up because I, that's another thing that we will take any opportunity yeah. to talk about any toonie to talk about any toonie. <laughs> <laughs> No. Uh, so like good. October through December, December, December is the best for yeah. us because we thrive. We get to watch. We yeah. get to watch holiday shit. The few recordings where we were like drinking pumpkin beers um, and like whatever. The best was the my first hosting. I must have been on in. I feel like it was like September, but it, early September, but it didn't air until maybe October because it aired right at Halloween my, for Haunting of Hill House. Yeah. So, but it was like a hot Sunday morning and I brought beers. We were drinking and we drank them. pumpkin beers at 10 a.m., which was just the it best. It was fine. It was a Sunday. I, we yeah. used to only record on Sundays. I forgot about that. And then the pan, the panty hit and then we were like, we can do any day oh of the week. Oh my God, let's talk about that. I can like remember sitting in my bed like, staring at the screen because for some reason we never hooked up like a a video so i was truly just listening and it was a tough thing to adapt to with a guest me and you can figure it out and us three can figure it out but with a guest you you don't know how talkative they are how chatty whether if they're gonna jump in at any point it was like fuck this is like yeah crazy yeah and i think it was like a good thing that you always had us record multiple episodes because when the pandemic hit we didn't record for like a month yeah because we couldn't mm-hmm. we didn't have that too we didn't have two big of breaks ever no, couple weeks, I think maybe? it was the pandemic and the then pandemic my wedding really wedding. yeah those were the two big ones i mean what happened but like you said when the pandemic hit that was when we were doing every sunday pretty much we'd record two episodes yeah so like when the pandemic hit we had like six episodes 
in the can ready, ready to, to go. go versus we would have probably had to take like a month off. I remember the weekend I, I came home from Katrina's Bachelorette and we did Cheer. Cheer, Game of Thrones with Brooke and in the third one. And I remember being like, I'm dying. No, when you came back, we did Cheer and the Daria episode. Oh, we did, right. Because we I wrote did, it on that napkin. Yeah, because yeah. I was going to say, we, I was late for Game of Thrones. Yeah, so. we oh. did We did Game of Thrones, How I Met Your Mother, and Seinfeld all Ooh, in a Saturday okay, afternoon. Okay, that was exhausting. Yeah. That was an exhausting one. <laughs> sure was. But we, start, we kicked it off with Game of Thrones, which is a lit episode. I love yeah. arguing about Jonas Brothers with Brooke. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out, Brooke. Shout out, Brooke. We love we you. We love you. Disneyto sort of back. Roaring 20s never went away. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. both Brooke shows that you can check out. Yeah. She's a star. She is a star. Big announcement just because everyone's been following this. She finished. I finished Vampire Diaries. And we are so proud. I I just feel like it was very ironic that I finished it a week before we were recording this episode because that was something that I could talk about. Mm-hmm. Very, very sad ending, I will say, but... My overall review is that the beginning is really good. Corny, like, I wouldn't sell you on it ever because you would just be like, Yeah, but I love corny. I mean, maybe you would. I don't know. I don't know. We'll talk. talk Okay, we'll talk. We'll chat. But I think that it could have been way less than the eight, seven or eight seasons that it was. Like, we could have, we could have took five seasons. Mm -hmm. I think, I think people just get, when it keeps getting renewed, they're like, Why the fuck not? Let's just write another thing. So it was like the same thing just kept happening over and over again with like, witches and sirens and sure. all this shit um but now i'm watching atypical which matt and hey. kathleen both recommended incredible show i cry all the time and like not even like a glistening tear like i'm talking like hyperventilating crying yeah. like i'm not well what did you say my cheeks are still wet yeah, yeah. my cheeks were no they're tear stained yeah yeah tear stained because you, you're like on season two almost season three at this point right yes i'm flying through it okay so when you finish season three what you're also gonna have to watch is never have i ever which is only one season because that second season is coming out shortly after the atypicals final season yeah so. let's talk about all the really good shows right now so we've got love victor just popped off great show season two was great oh, I have to watch a little bit triggering for me but that's okay that's okay and then we've got working moms for me at least i don't know if you watched that I, yet i Shannon watched some of it. it i know uh shout out to listeners uh chrissy and lauren longbottom uh chrissy past guest Lauren just <laughs> he long- said Chrissy past guest. I know. I was, I was, <laughs> Chrissy past guest. I was like, what? Chrissy past guest who talked about uh, the good place, and then Lauren, uh, her sister, both got really into Winona Earp, and then hit the point where it's no longer new episodes on Netflix, so they're having to wait for those new episodes. Yeah. So they both dove into Working Moms. <laughs> so- I will say, and I'll say this a million trillion times I said it on the Wine on Earp episode it's worth it to pay the 20 bucks on Google Play for the entire fourth season because you got you get a special clip that's like 6 to 15 minutes for every single episode of behind the scenes it's fucking incredible it's like a, it was like watching new episodes to me watching them do behind the scenes shit and they're yeah. all the people are so fun that it was like i was like laughing and crying at the fucking behind the scenes things okay. um so it's worth it so if you don't want to wait because sci-fi on netflix is crazy like the magicians always you have to wait a whole year yeah when, when is season five of riverdale coming on well cw is actually pretty quick but okay. cw's or riverdale's on a fucking like six month hiatus right now Ugh. like it's not done the season so i'm not gonna get it for a while probably. no Damn no, it. not until it's done. But the minute CW shows are done, they put it on Netflix. Okay. That must be the deal. But sci-fi, sci-fi, man, they piss me off, but mm. whatever. And then, okay, so, ne- and then Never Have I Ever and, a- and then Atypical. Or yeah. Atypical and then Never Ever. All great, like, 
mini series kind of show. And I would I would say atypical oh, and never have I ever definitely like if this show if this podcast went another year both shows that would have absolutely gotten discussed eventually yeah, on here. Yeah. For sure. That's a good question. Did you have do you have any shows that I mean I'm sure we would have done it, but do you have any shows that we wish you wish that we did? I wish we got to do our Laguna Beach did. season 2. Oh, all the musicals that yeah, we said. All the Mama musicals. Mia. We had big, big plans. We just couldn't. Yeah. We couldn't execute. One of of the main problems was I got pregnant (laughs) because we would get drunk and and have the time of our lives. Let me just tell you, it ain't a problem. I can't wait for that little baby. Uh, No, no, no. I should not (laughs) call. I should not. I'm kidding. So sorry you heard that. (laughs) Not a problem. Just the reason why we didn't get there. Like Me and Kathleen need to be wine drunk singing the Mamma Mia songs together. Exactly. That's like probably the biggest thing I wish we had gotten around to and we just the timing never worked out was that there was a period where I was very dead set on doing a musical month where we did a whole month where each week it would be the musical episode of a different series because there are so many iconic ones and I'm kind of bummed we never got around to that Mm -hmm. and uh, I think I texted Kathleen about this on a regular basis but I'm really shocked we never did a psych episode that would have been one I said that on my top 10 shows of all time that one didn't get talked about the hundred, but I did a whole series on that on my other podcast. As long as the magicians and why don't Earth were talked about, which they were, I'm I was good to go. Boy, were they? Boy, fucking were they? <laughs> but yeah, no, I I don't really. I zombie. I was going to do, but I switched to Supergirl. But I'm happy about that choice. Yeah, let's talk about the cruel summer finale. Ooh, yes, because. We had our predictions and we were dead wrong. Dead wrong. Mears had nothing, <laughs> Mears to, had nothing when, to do with when it. They, when sh- there was that moment, though, where they you were arguing it, yes. about whether she saw her or not. I'm like, here we go. We're yeah. going to find here out about this Mears. Here's our mirror <laughs> theory. Like, <laughs> they meant it's mentioned like, nothing. Oh, no Mommy way. was staring back, back at me. No, oh. no, it's it's it was not. But it no. was a great finale. It was a great finale. And just like I said to you guys, like, I really don't know why we're getting a second season. Like, at the end, the last, like, 30 seconds. I don't think it's going to be those characters. I think it has to be, like, a, like, like American I said, like Horror an American story. Horror Story. It's okay. the, maybe the same cast, but a whole new story. Or, or like same universe yeah different like that that whole drama exists in that universe but it's different actors and yeah actresses. like i'm hoping that it's not like a 13 reasons why where it's like season two court continue like you yeah. know what i mean like oh something God, yeah. like that because yeah that's gonna suck and everyone I, if you haven't seen it skip like two minutes nine and ten were perfect episodes so good it's so funny too because we were talking Kate. about it i think <laughs> it was too. the maybe not the last time we recorded but sometime close to the last time we recorded we were all just like there, I mean, season two we have to have because there's no way they could possibly tie all this together in two episodes. And, and they then sure they did. sure did. Yeah. They, they wrapped in a beautiful little bow. And I think it had a great fake out because like there was a point where I was like, oh my God, this is getting good. And then they like reveal who actually saw Kate. And I'm like, ooh, ooh, where's it going to go? Yeah, like I thought it was going like evil route. Yeah. Like yeah. Mal and, is evil. But then it was just like, then I got like annoyed. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? It's all just going to be a misunderstanding and it's just going to be this forced happy ending. And I was like kind of annoyed. And then that last like 30 seconds happened. I was like, that's the good stuff. Yeah. That's what that I wanted. Cheeky little moment at the end was so good. I was like, yes. <laughs> and that's a perfect mic drop. Like I got away. Like my life was ruined, but 
like I did kind of I got away deserve with it. it. Yeah. yeah. And then she got away with it. But like when she looked in the when she when Jeanette was on camera and was like to the girl who named me, I was like, oh, what is she gonna say? Yeah. Like you were dating Martin Harris, blah yeah. blah blah. I thought she was about to pop off and then I was like, oh like I was folding and laundry. Did she say I forgive you? Yeah, I forgive you. I was actually dying because when it flashes to Mal and Kate and she's like and Mal's like this is the creepiest shit I've ever watched. I have felt that. Like, I was yeah. like, this interview is the creepiest fucking thing. I like, know. <laughs> like, I still hate Jeanette. Yeah, fuck Jeanette. I mean, we're right. But the, I thought they did <laughs> so... Right. I think they did such a good job with, like... None of them are fully innocent. Innocent. No. None right. of them. Even Mallory now at this point. Yeah. But I get Mallory's intentions. And I thought it was so sweet when she was like... To tell this secret man I was telling yours. Like, why would why would the girl who was missing, why would a teenage girl be missing, be standing in, in front of Martin room, Harris's yeah. living room on, a, on making a phone call? Yeah. Like, why would that be? A, I thought that was incredible. I don't yeah. know. I, I really... Uh, Jeanette didn't get any sort of redemption. Even if that last second didn't happen, I'd still be like, ugh. Yeah, so... I know. Now her and Jamie are, like, actually d- dating and, like, back together. I can't. <laughs> Ew. But I knew, I, for some reason, I knew Kate and Mallory were going to kiss, but I think that's oh, just like where no. my brain is at right now. No, you pick up the vibe. I yeah. kind of felt like that too. Like, yeah. I'm like, they're going to kiss at some point. And yeah. they kept like not kissing. So then I'm like, am I being weird? For saying <laughs> no, I think everyone's going to kiss at all times. Yeah. Atypical is like the perfect thing. Like, I was like, oh my God, why am I blanking on Casey, Casey and, and um, not Lily. Her name's not Lily, but something like that. I forget her name, but yeah, I'm obsessed with those two. Yeah. yeah. Um, Izzy. Izzy. Izzy, yeah. Oh my god, I love the whole them. time I'm like they're gonna kiss, they're yeah. gonna kiss, and yeah. then they weren't, and then I'm like, why do I keep thinking they're gonna kiss? The vibes are there, baby. To Casey, there. so I'm gonna refer to since you've seen Atypical now, and I made you watch an hour long, and I made you watch an hour long episode of Daria before. Yeah. I have been casting mentally for from the second I watched Atypical that if they ever did a live action Daria the actress who plays Casey has to play friend. Jane the best friend like mm-hmm. I'm like everything about her personality the way she yeah, dresses everything. like she is that character yeah I agree with that yeah <laughs> like, I, I think you said that on the episode yeah, yeah. but I didn't I'm like I don't know one last thing about. of um I mean we can keep talking about it yeah. but for Cruel Summer I just want to say to um, anybody who does music, please drop Olivia Holt's Creep cover on Spotify, Dude, please. And her cover of Disarm. Today. By, oh. She did Disarm as well. The the Killer in Me is the Killer in You Drop song. them all. Yeah. Drop, drop, yeah, just drop an EP of her covering yeah. the, every song. Because all I of have, them. I have so many. Oh, I no. I created a Spotify playlist just called Covers, just to have a place to put all of the really good Cruel Summer covers that mm. popped up this yeah. season. You should watch Grey's Anatomy, and then it'll just rock your world. They are covered. Yeah, out. there's a lot of covers on Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, I love all of Miley Cyrus's covers too. Oh my yeah. God, accurate. Uh, You're gonna make me lonesome when you go. Her Bob Dylan cover is like one of my favorite songs of all time. But yeah, so Cruel Summer's done for now. We're gonna get a season two. We know yeah. that for sure. Mm-hmm. Jessica Biel revealed that after she told us. Doesn't get she shots. still will not vax her kids after she admitted <laughs> that she still not will not. No, vax I'm her kidding. Kids. But she revealed that <laughs> the night of the finale that it was coming out. I actually was gonna watch the finale live. Like I was like really proud of myself, and then I saw that it came on at ten, and I was like, no shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I was like, yeah. if it came on at nine, but it's an hour. Dude, first thing, first thing in the morning on what was it Wednesday? Hulu. Yeah, just hopped on Hulu. I was like, let's I, see and where it's this also, is going. When you're paying for no ad Hulu, it's like why even watch it live? when you get yeah. to skip all the fucking commercials. Yeah. Like, I agree there's that. nothing that I can think of right now, except for maybe 
Mare of East, uh, East, East Down, Down. But like, there's nothing I can think of where people are like that hardcore live tweeting spoilers mm-hmm. out that can't wait until the next morning yeah, when it's on I, Hulu. <laughs> I was actually shocked there was no spoilers on Cruel Summer. Like posted anyway. I sometimes one. wonder if it's only the three of us watching it. No, no. <laughs> there's people watching no, it. No, people text me because yeah. of our episode on it, which oh, has so done good. easily our our most listened to episode in the last like two months. Really? Oh, like three, four hundred listens on that wow. Cruel Summer's episode. Wow. Name this one Cruel Summer. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine how pissed people would be? <laughs> we talk about it for three minutes. To be yeah. fair, we did talk about it. That's true. Um, is there anything you want to talk about with Atypical? Not really. I mean, just like I said to you before we started recording, like I think that that is such like informative show that they should start showing in schools. Yeah. Like 100%. And it also makes me fucking hate kids yeah. like i'm just like everyone is so mean and i'll fucking kill anyone that makes fun of anyone i love yeah and the best friend is in dear evan hansen so i'm pretty stoked about that too. yeah and the best friend who's best friend? uh sam's best friend ne- at this ne- oh oh my god it's something he'd yeah he's fucking fantastic he's incredible he's so fucking funny he might be my favorite character on the show but i do love 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 sam love him love, love him too. he was on did you watch um Quantico with Priyanka Chopra. He was mm. on that, and that was maybe six years ago when he was an adult FBI agent, and now he's playing a teenager in wow, a you current show. Now that he plays a good teenager, I know, like, but isn't that weird? Zahid. Zahid is incredible. He the episode, um, the sleepover episode. Oh, where they yeah. make him like buttered noodles with his family like that. Um, I know you guys watch it forever yeah. ago, but it's just he's so cute. He's so good with Sam. Yeah. And he's just like funny. Like, I love that. He's just like the stoner that he works with. But like, he's so good with Sam. But that's the thing is like what I love about that show is that the people who are the best with Sam are the ones that just treat Sam like a normal, yeah. regular kid because, like, that's all he wants. Yeah. Casey does too. Casey's yeah, that's what I mean. Casey's like... so good. Yeah. She just oh, treats him, him like a regular Casey brother. Are the best. The mom is kind of getting better. Good. I'm glad you think so. Yeah, like she kind of is getting better, but I just think she's annoying. I love the dad, though. I love the dad. I think that like people who love hate on him. the mom, and of course the mom does something really bad in the very beginning, right? So you're automatically like, ugh, and she's annoying, naggy mom. But like, you have to be like, I think that's another like lesson within atypical. It's like, sure, she seems like a fucking helicopter crazy mom, but how do you think she had to be his for Sam's entire life? life? Like. Yeah really really intense and like it's not easy yeah i love that like now the dad is so involved yeah because even in like the first season like he like has like a breakdown where he's just like i feel i felt like i could never like do anything to like help in any way like it was like you you were saying like sam needs me sam needs me and now like the dad and Sam are like close and he has a relationship with both of his parents. The fam this the family in general is super cute. They're just well, a really yeah. cute family. Let's also talk about something that I think is handled beautifully on that show is Evan, um, Casey's boyfriend, yeah. where it's like Wait, who is Sam? Sam's the, the main, main character. character. Oh, wait, you're saying you were lo- you love Sam. The main character. Oh fuck! I was picturing Evan the whole time. Yeah. So Evan, it was in Quantico. Oh, I was like, sorry, Sam sorry, looks sorry, like sorry. a high schooler. Yeah. Oh shit! I, um, I haven't seen him yeah. here. <laughs> no, I was gonna say like Evan, because that is a very tough balancing act to write a script around, where it's like 
how do we do this where you don't hate Izzy, you don't hate Casey, and you don't hate Evan? And they somehow walk that line mm-hmm. perfectly where all of their feelings and reactions are like justifiable, realistic, and understanding while still like respectful towards each other. Don't spoil anything. I think Atypical did it better than Love Victor. Yes. Whereas in Love Victor, Mia is just an angel, a sweet angel. Because yeah. I'd be like, fuck you guys. Yeah. All right. Wait, guys, stop. Okay. We'll you pause, watch Love pause. Victor? No, but I'm going to. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Uh, and right now, where I've seen is Casey and Izzy almost kiss, but nothing happened oh, yet. Oh, sorry. Well, I no, didn't say anything. No, it's okay. Uh, it's their first kiss is so good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, I know they're going to fucking kiss, like yeah. actually it's kiss. It's really, inevitable. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, but, so you saw them in the car? No, I saw them in her bedroom on her birthday party. Oh, have so you have not finished season two yet? No, she mm-hmm. said she was halfway through almost. That yeah, season I have three. five minutes left of season the season two finale. Okay, that's the scene you missed. <laughs> the car scene. But they don't no. kiss in it, so. Well, she, and it makes sense because she says... Um, it's like, like a really, episode, like... She's like, like will they, won't they, like, little hand touchy-touchy mm. touchy mm. stuff. I do love Evan and Casey, though. You know what? Whatever. Love it all. Yeah. Happy Happiness. Yeah, yeah, there's really not a character that you, like... Yeah, there's not really anyone. Hate. Like, yeah. I, the mom, like, agitated me a lot in the first season. Like, I'm like, gosh... Why are you this way? But then she's growing back on me and I just fucking love the dad so much. Wait, so what's the girlfriend's name again? Sam's girlfriend? Paige. I love Paige and I'm <laughs> such a, I'm so biased because she's Bailey and sister of the traveling pants and like RIP my girl Bailey. Yeah. But I think she's so fucking funny. Like her with that stuffed animal in season one solidified it for me. I was like, she is the best because yeah. she's nuts. She's absolutely she's nuts absolutely out of her mind. Nuts, yeah. But season three, she's good too. Like she keeps going. And she's she's just, just wild. She's good with, she's like another one. And I, it's exactly what Matt said. Like they're so good with Sam because they just treat him. Like, yeah he wants to be treated and they treat him like he's a person like you should treat anyone yeah you know let's talk about a couple scenes that destroyed me okay (laughs) okay all right the bus scene in the the first episode of season two Mm -hmm. when he confesses his love to julia oh wait not bus at the restaurant no he gets on the bus oh julia's the teacher right the The therapist. therapist therapist Mm-hmm. Isn't there like and a a dinner party scene where he like shows up to a dinner party with her? I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember. I haven't that. seen that. What? <laughs> oh no, Bailey. Oh no, Paige. Paige. Oh, the Olive that, Garden. Yeah, when and he then breaks she, up with and, her. Yeah, he breaks up with her. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Um, but yeah, she <laughs> like rejects him. Like she's like, no, Sam, no. And then he like just like loses it on the bus and he's like in the fetal position on the ground. And it's just so fucking sad. In the first two episodes, just him getting picked on. I just can't fucking watch that yeah. shit. It's so hard to watch. It makes me want to murder everybody. And um, I was like hyperventilating. I was texting Matt and Kathleen during the first episode just being like, how dare you guys recommend this show to me because <laughs> I am not okay. But overall, great show so far. I'll probably be done season three, I would think, by like the end of this week, um, if not sooner. And I'm excited for July 9th. I'm going to re-binge it before. I, I Every season that has come out, I've re-binged it. So yeah, yeah like I definitely leading up to it. I might do the same just because it as Julie's it's talking about fist. stuff, I'm remembering some things and other things. I'm like, I have no clue what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I want to make sure I get any little tidbit easter egg from all the seasons in this last season if they're gonna because they, i love it they know it's the end they're gonna really is this the bring last home. season this yeah. Is it, yeah okay and it's been announced for forever that it's gonna be the last season like the, when it got renewed it was like 
a fourth and final, yeah. which I love. And I'm assuming season three is like we're following him in college. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's wild. I remember a lot of seasons. I've only seen season three well, once, but of course it was the most recent. But In season three, if I recall correctly, this isn't a spoiler. This is just like a, a fun fact. I'm pretty sure in season three, is that the season where they actually started bringing in people who had... Um, yes. Like they, they were... The writer's room had people who had Asperger's and autism in it, and they used a lot of actual yeah. actors who are autistic okay. in it mm-hmm. instead of like actors pretending to be so that they could make sure that they were really capturing what it's truly like because yeah. the first season the first two seasons do a good job but it's still like it's someone who isn't in that world assuming what the world is like so they bring in people to really oh i love capture that, that. that i love yeah. that mm-hmm. yeah and i think like one of the most upsetting things like watching and me and kathleen were talking about this like before we started recording is I don't want to say like autism wasn't really like when we were growing up like we didn't know what autism was like it was just like I feel like it was more something that like kids got diagnosed with later as we got older well it was a lot of it was they would misdiagnose it as like ADHD or stuff like that and then you later find out like oh no they (laughs) like could not concentrate right exactly and like one of the things that like upsets me the most and it's not even like upsets me it just makes me feel sad is like little things that wouldn't bother us at all drives them absolutely mad like the one scene where um his best friend makes him buy that leather jacket yeah and the leather in the class like it's like the buckles clinking against his seat the leather like making the noise on his skin like it like does a good job of like putting it into sam's perspective of like what you're seeing from an outsider's point of view and what he's dealing with at the time yeah. and he like gets up and just rips it off and throws it in the trash yeah. <laughs> but yeah great show i appreciate the recommendation from both of you yeah baby and i'm telling you you're gonna love never have i ever like yeah. absolutely that one's a little less cryy <laughs> which yeah. is weird because it involves a dead parent but i think it's- i need to rewatch season one because i watched it during my depression time and yeah. i and i was like it was good yeah. But I wasn't like, I love this like you do. And I think oh, I would I, actually love it. I think. Yeah, it's probably because it was just not the time. Yeah. yeah. I think it just captures a lot of the same like overwhelming joyfulness that I get when I watch Atypical. Yeah. And it was, you know, taken from the perspective of like this girl who's the only Indian girl in her entire grade. And she's known as the girl with the dead dad because her dad died during an assembly. And yeah. it's all about her trying to like reclaim her identity as not the girl who has the dead dad but like the cool girl that everybody likes she is slightly insufferable though which is the i think the part that i'm like okay am i being too harsh on her like or would i always feel this way am i trained press because i don't like it when i don't love the main character i know i do not love that i agree with that i think like we would feel almost differently about cruel summer if we didn't love kate so much yeah Oh my God! Yes, if Kate was like a little less likable, I'd be like, "Fuck this show." I, I think honestly, if it was about if it was about like Jeanette and Mal, I would probably be out. And like, but Mal grew on me towards the end. Don't get me I wrong. Like yeah. Mal, but I in the beginning, the I did not like Mal. Uh, you know what was weird in Cruel Summer? The mom storyline, like Sarah Drew. Like I still don't. I'm still not following it, and like I really don't know what happened. And then it was just kind of like sh- they talked about it in one episode, and then we never got anything else. She may as well have not even had a mom. Yeah. Like, to me, she played zero significance besides the fact that, like, she had a part in in Jeanette's wanting to be popular because she was like, yeah, 
Oh my god, Jeanette. Like seventh grade. I mean, it was that. It was that. Yeah. It's my birthday. Ew. I hate her. I know. It's my 13th birthday. Why are you so good at that? I don't know. My only talent. I am Jeanette. Well, do you remember? Kelly. Julie used to be very good at doing people talking with a retainer voice because remember there was that one commercial that you used to yeah. always quote <laughs> the one with the most dental work yeah. <laughs> what commercial was that i think it was for picking your insurance plan <laughs> but the daughter had braces <laughs> they're like no find the one that gives the most maternity leave oh, yeah. it's like the one with the most dental work <laughs> yeah i that's my only talent <laughs> No one remembers that commercial no. but you and I, but uh, you're nailing it. Because I used to do it all the time at the house because like my, even mom was like highly entertained with how much I sounded like her. Yeah, um, it's not fun having small talents. Yeah. Well, I mean, Julie, how are you feeling about this being the final episode? Because, I mean, the, the origins of this show was literally... You said, Matt, I want a podcast. And then like a week or two later, I texted you and was like, how would you feel about talking to people about their favorite episode of their favorite TV show? And you're like, I could vibe with that. I said, sold. And then you said, contact Kathleen. (laughs) She'd be a great first guest. And honestly, so me and Kathleen like have been friends since we were young. And once we like went to college, like we could still text each other and like not miss a beat. Like it it wouldn't be weird if I text Kathleen, but we didn't text all the time. Like it would be like, Sometimes it'd be like six months and I'd just be like, ew, I haven't talked to you in so long, but like blah, 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 blah. And then it was always started with ew too. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, what do you hate me? Yeah. I know. I just hate that you wouldn't talk to me. (laughs) I was not not talking to you, sister. No, it wasn't. It was that my point is it wasn't like anything deep. It was Kathleen went away to school and I was home and we just didn't see each other that much. But whenever we saw each other, it was like, we didn't miss a beat. Right. And when me and Matt started this podcast. I guess Matt started it, but when it kicked off, I was like, Kathleen has to be on. Kathleen loves fucking TV. Yeah. She tweets about it all the time. Because he was like, do you have any friends that you want to have on? And Kathleen was literally the only person I could think of because <laughs> I was like, all, like all my other friends, like I feel like we would just like pick stupid shows. Like it was like we need someone that's like not gonna pick like Siesta Key. <laughs> <laughs> I would have loved to talk about Siesta Key. I know. Yeah, I still remember I was in um, DC getting my nails done with Miko when I got you texted me and I yeah. was immediately nervous as fuck. Yeah, and I was like, but you said yes. yes. Yeah, she of course yes. I said yes. Live dangerously. Well, and even the first episode. Went in what would continue to be a Kathleen trend. uh, Went through many different options before we (laughs) landed on what we were actually talking about. Although that one was more justified because you wanted to talk about what was your actual favorite episode of Haunting of Hill House, which is the Two Storms, which is an amazing episode. Oh, scary as shit! But that, with no other context, would have made zero so little sense to Joy watching it so it only it was like we have to start on the can you imagine if you were like you were like I'll just save it until she watches the show because I didn't watch the show for a whole nother year after that because I was so fucking scared and Hmm. you know what it was okay for me to be scared because it was it ended up being a good show the twist kind of like confused me a little bit I think I had to text both of you for just being like wait the nail (laughs) twist no, no the time the, the time room, loop yeah. yeah like the the red room oh yeah 
I still think you would like Bly Manor. The rest is just confetti. Is that what he says in, um, no, what does he say? Red in, yes, how yeah. did you know I was thinking that? Because I love you. The one day <laughs> in my head, I just kept replaying that in my head. The little boy's voice red being rom. like, red rum, red rum, red rum. You two are like creepishly in sync towards the end of this show because <laughs> let's remember last week when <laughs> Kathleen's like, she's in that movie, you know, llama and glasses and <laughs> Napoleon just like oh, Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> Knew it, nailed it. <laughs> The strangest two hints I've ever heard someone give for someone yeah, to get stupid. it right. I've never that seen that movie. Been, that's like, why Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was saying. I'm like a llama with glasses. Yeah, like, I am. Um, yeah, I have like very vivid memories of recording that Hill House episode. It was it was so fun. I oh think that's a good episode. That was a good episode. It was a good episode. I remember I watched it at like. Eight, like no, I eight mean o- in the, the one we talked about. No, like, I know, I know. Our podcast episode was a good. Episode. I know, oh, I know. Okay. But I was just saying, like, I knew it was going to be scary as fuck. So I watched it daylight in my in my old living room, Matt's living room now, and I was just like texting Kathleen the whole time, being like, "I fucking hate you! Like, how dare <laughs> you pick this? Because um, I don't like the ghost shit. I just don't fuck with the ghost shit. Yeah, give me like a give me any type of movie like Scream, and I'm in. Yeah. Oh yeah, like Scream, Michael Myers, Jason, Freddy. Give me those guys, the not real these life murderers. Spirits. Yeah, you're like, I want it to be like this could happen to me. I <laughs> think that's what she thinks about ghost stories. Yeah, like uh, I think that's like, but you know what? Now you're freaking me out. So we're gonna change the subject. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Aww. So, anyways, yeah, I think that. In the beginning, I wanted to get into a new hobby because I really didn't do shit. And Matt got me there. And we did this for, what, two years? Almost two years, yeah. Yeah. We're just be two years in, in August. That's Unfortunately, insane, we're guys. nine episodes shy of 100. I was hoping uh, we could get to the 100 uh, episode. But I'll, whatever. All right. we still <laughs> do we know how many minutes this is? How many minutes of podcasts we've posted? Because whatever it is, double it. That's how much time we spent together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Back. It's producer Bat. It's producer Brat. We lost. Oh, no. <laughs> so that is when we lost power. Thankfully, we were able to save about 90% of the recording so that we could release this final episode. And now it's just me, producer Brat. And it's hard for me to call any podcast that I work on my favorite. Uh, Each one holds an important place in my heart. But my favorite episode of is definitely the most important show that I've ever made. Beyond the fact that it brought me much closer to my sister, Julie, it also allowed me to make a ton of amazing friends. Kathleen quickly became a kindred spirit in my life. And many of the guests have become close friends since they appeared on the podcast. But the most important thing is that this was the show that gave me the confidence that I could make it producing podcasts full-time. My favorite episode of is going on hiatus, possibly forever, but please stay subscribed. And I hope that maybe in the future, another show can be born out of this, or, or maybe the show will return years later. But even if not, it would be one of my fondest podcasting memories regardless. Uh, I'm trying to find words to express how it feels to walk away from something that you love so much. And I think the best that I can come up with is, and this is how it feels.
You're listening to the Geekscape Network. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.